and look what happened. It was, well, can't say it was raining in Hugo this morning. I could say it was spitting. Yes. It spitted <laughs> in Hugo this morning. And then now we got clear skies. I know, the sun's out. Oh, yesterday with the overcast, or, you know, it looked like it was going to rain any time. I know. <clears throat> Once again, it did it. It went all around us. Went down to White Bear, up the river, through Forest Lake, and uh, Hugo, we just sit there spitting dust. <laughs> So it is what it is. And guess what? Yesterday was opening hunting season. Oh, it's that is Bandy. right. Yeah, and we have hunters that hunt out of our place. And so far, Bandy, Bambi wins. Oh, really? Hunter zero. <laughs> so after this morning, Bambi still won. All right, Hunter living zero. another day. Yeah, living and loving the next uh, the day. And, and we've got a couple, well, we call them dead eyes. What they shoot at, they get. And they just haven't had a, sh- a good shot. Sure. Because they're very conscientious about that. They just don't shoot at anything. Right. They're all going after the trophy, you know. Yes. <laughs> yep. So anyway, we got a couple bucks that they've seen during the week that are really nice racks, big, Ooh. big, big animals. So we'll see. Me, you know, I can't hurt anything. No, I've ne- I have family that hunt, but I've never done it. No, I, 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 I can't kill nothing, you know. And... Uh, the thing is, is, now, people, when you're going out for walks and you're walking, like, in the country or on some of the paths that are out, like, in Lake Elm, you know what I mean? Because their archery, you can, deer started, uh, archery shooting started, I think it was September 15th and goes to December 31st. Okay, okay right. Th- there are some people that abide by the rules, some that don't. And so I strongly recommend, especially this week, you know, with rifle, Mm -hmm. uh, but anytime you're going to be out, wear something fluorescent orange, whether it's a cap, uh, get a vest for your dog in case your dog gets away from you. Uh, Because the thing is, is that there's a, people just don't think of it. Uh, Even when, when I used to ride my horse around the block. Uh, during hunting season, I didn't because I didn't want a, a bullet coming yeah. through, missing the deer and hitting oh. me. Yeah, so, you know, horseback riders, you know, pay attention out there. These dirt roads that you'd go, especially up by us, there's some really nice back, you know, dirt oh, roads. Bet. And so the problem is, though, is that if somebody's aiming for a deer, they don't know you're out on the road riding your horse. Mm. And so, number one, we're for sure orange. But I would, you know, it's uh, hunting season is it started this Saturday and is done next Sunday. Mm-hmm. So for that little blip in time, stay off the roads with the horses. And then you, they want to walk your dogs, let your dogs run. Make sure you got either a fluorescent orange hat. Now, one thing since somebody I just it, and told my daughter today, which I was proud that I knew it, but she did not because <laughs> she hunts. Uh, they approved fluorescent neon pink. So oh, okay. you can either be a neon pink or oh. you can be a neon orange. And she says, no way. So she went and looked it up on the internet. <laughs> and I went, wait. Now she's going to update her, her yeah, hunting well, gear. No, she's fine with orange. <laughs> so am I. But no, but, but some, that, there's a way of trying to get the women sure. um, into it, you know, have it a little bit more. I don't know why you're going to want to be fancy. You're sitting in the dark. You get there and you're standing in the dark, you're cold. Who the heck what you cares what you look like? But anyway, so yeah, you can, so whether fluorescent orange or fluorescent pink, you know, wear something when you're out and about, especially during rifle season, okay? And it's so important because bad accidents happen. Yeah. And so we don't want anything bad to happen. And like I say, I think a horseback ride is, I don't ride on the roads anymore by us because it's gotten, you know, more development. People don't, they used to slow down and go around you. Now it's just, yeah, and my horse would leave it even jump a smidgen, not a not a full blown wob that was scared of something. Just jump like from a let's say like I jump if a uh, uh, a pheasant comes up out of the ditch. Sure. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> and so if my horse would jump just a little bit, mm-hmm. I'd be somebody's hood ornament. 
And it's like, uh, not going down that road because yeah. of idiots that won't slow down and move over. So then I just started running, riding around our place and stuff like that. And we, I have a riding ring. And, you know, a lot of people like to go camping with their horses. I don't. Because, number one, it's a lot of work to pack all the gear up, not only you, but for the horse. You anticipate everything that has to, anything that could go wrong with the horse or if gear broke or whatever to you. You know what I mean? It's like it's so much energy just to go. <laughs> and then you get home. You know, you go, you hopefully have some fun. Maybe the, and then it rains. Let's say it rains. Oh, geez, It's yeah. a sucky weekend. <laughs> and I did all that work. <laughs> so then um, or then you, you had a great weekend. You come back and, you know, a lot of riding. You're tired. And so then you got to empty unpack. out everything, unpack, put everything back where it's placed. You know what? No, I'm just, I'm just going to ride around our yard, around our <laughs> ring, around our property. And I'm lucky that the property behind us, they have 375 acres. We have 20. And uh, so they allow me to ride the parameter, you sure, know, yeah. um, th- th- as long as I don't cut feet through the, you know, the hay fields, even though one horse, no big deal, they said, you know, but uh, anyway, so, but yeah, so please, when you're out there, please wear for the, from now till next Sunday at mid or sunset, uh, the fluorescent orange, whether even it's just a hat, a vest, put a vest on your dog. You can, you know, uh, it's so important because even a collar, they got uh, the fluorescent orange collars, right? you know, yep. and, and I used to, <laughs> this is when I have more energy too. Um, I would wrap, uh, Jake, my horse's tail up in fluorescent it's it's uh uh it's like gauze. Uh, 3M makes it. It sticks to itself. It's great for wrapping. I'd wrap the tail and the legs in it, and then put it around the the mane. And so when he was out, and this is like the week before hunting. You know, everybody could see where that I had a horse. But anyway, so so hopefully all you hunters out there will be good and uh, safe. And uh, so now you can lose use. Flaming orange, fluorescent orange, whatever you want to call it, or flaming pink or fluorescent or neon pink. So there you go. And also remember this week, folks, Tuesday, big day, get out and vote. Please get out and vote. Your vote does matter. Don't let anybody tell you any different. Get out there and vote, okay? Because that's so important. Every year is important. Every year it is. But we really need, I'm myself, I'm out for a change. <laughs> I don't think what cop been doing too well, so let's put some new blood in there. You know, everybody thinks, you know, like, you remember when Jesse Ventura, you know, won? I, honest to Pete, when I woke up and found out he won, I just, I smiled and I said, well, I'll be doggone. You know, he's not a polished politician. You know, he's not, doesn't have, he hasn't been around enough to be beholden to anybody, mm-hmm. you know, for things. And so I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I was you struck, but I was pleasantly surprised. Where good for you, you ran, and now you got a target on your back. <laughs> but and then you won. So anyway, so anybody can do it. So I we have a for first time in Hugo. Our mayor is being opposed by two other people. Okay, okay, and you know personally, I think there should be limits on everything. You know, whereas like a two or three, and you 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 can only run for it. You know, maybe twice, and then forget you're done. Yeah, you know, but uh, but a lot of people. Oh, I'm too busy to do that. I'm too busy to do this. You know, but you know what? Change comes from people getting involved. Mm, and so, right. more, if you get on a committee, if yeah. you want to be said, everybody wanted me to run for mayor, and I said I'd be fired after the because <laughs> it's not send it to committee. Make a black, make a make a decision now, black or white, black or white. You know, I'm not. It's like hurry up. You know, it's it's plain common sense when you use common sense. It comes together quickly, but anyway, so yeah, I would have been fired. The first. So I'd rather <laughs> not for everyone. No, no, no. I've got to. Yeah, um, sometimes I don't have filters. 
when you're in politics, you need to have some all your filters going at the same time, and some thicker filters than others. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so hopefully you got some great. It's me, myself, and I, and then uh, hope on the other side. So hopefully you got some great questions for me today. And the bikes are bikes play at noon. So if we got time, uh, we'll I'll tickle you for. An update on the bikes there, ma'am. Okay, and that, uh, anyway. Okay, and then I, I want you to think the holidays. Okay, all the Christmas stuff is already out. And on the heels of holiday, even some Christmas in some places was up even before Halloween. But, so the thing is, I, I want you to, everybody wants to get the gift with the wah factor. Or it's cute. But they don't think safety or edibility or whatever type thing. And so, like, uh, uh, Christmas the biggest thing is those stupid rawhide shoes. They make them look at candy canes and these ginormous yes. like dinosaur. And everybody's, oh, that'd be so cute. Da, da, da. Folks, those are yucky, 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 yucky. Don't buy them. They're all man-made material. They have formaldehyde in them so you for preserving them. And so you can put them in a time capsule like a Twinkie. And you, it'll be just the same as when you took it out five million years from now. Um, but uh, the thing, you, what there's just so many neat things that you can, you know, let's say um, uh, bake cookies or, or muffins for and put it in a cute tin for a, a, f- a friend of yours that has, you know, pets, whether it's dogs or cats. Because there's plenty on the Internet, there's plenty of recipes to make your own, you know, dog biscuits and uh, cat, you know, treats and such like that. That's the best way to go. And then also, and then, you know, you have a labor of love into it. So it's more special and nobody else has it. You made it specifically for people that you know. So start thinking about that. You know, you can bake them and make them and then freeze them. And then when we get close to Christmas, you have, you find the tins or whatever you want, a cutie thing that you want to put them in, then take them out at that time. All right. So that's just a, just think about it. And then, uh, you know, you know, a kennel that they use, get them a gift certificate to a boarding facility. Uh, offer to house it and take care of their uh, pets when they're going to be gone at some time. That well, that's invaluable. And so there's so many great gift ideas uh, out there that are healthy for the animals and well for the animals. Okay, just don't go. Don't just don't do cute. Okay, so hopefully you got some questions. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Oh, where am I? St- uh, a new book, new book. Okay, Ooh, that's exciting. Yes, new books. Okay, we're going to talk traditions today. Quick okay. trivia on traditions. Legend has it, kissing the Blarney Stone in Ireland gives you chicken pox, the gift of gab, a headache, a pocket full of pebbles. We'll be back. Happy day. I almost like that song. <laughs> You know, I'm a country western gal. So, yes. Yeah. Don't I like all to, the pop I listen songs. to the old countries. <laughs> I don't, the new country is like rock and roll. Not into that. Okay. Legend has it. By kissing the Barney Stone in Ireland gives you chicken pox, the gift of gab, a headache, a pocket full of pebbles. I'm going to go with the pebbles. Nope. A gift mm. to gab. Oh. Hence the word Barney. Okay. Da da. <laughs> okay. One down and some others to go. (laughs) (laughs) Not a good start, but here we go. (laughs) Oh, no, I just, the pin rolled out of the page. I found it again, though. Thank you. Okay, who's up to bat first? Yes, we have Hillary, and Hillary's dog tends to freeze on walks. Freeze on walks. Okay, let's see what her definition of freeze is. All right. Hi, Hillary. How you doing? Good. Can you hear me okay? I sure can. Can you hear us? I can. All right. Now we can hear each other. (laughs) Great. Okay, what kind of pupper do you have? So she's um, a pit bull mix. Okay. And 
we think she has some sort of herding dog in her okay. because she chases the frisbee and she'll, you know, doesn't like when people are moving where, you know, it's okay. not her idea. Okay, what kind of coat um, does she have? What's that? What kind of coat does she have? She a pe- is a brown brindle. Okay, but is it a pity coat, a short, like a lab coat? Yep, okay. it's short. Okay, so now wh- why do you think she's uh, cold and walks? Um, she she freezes out of out of nowhere, really. She'll be walking along, and then all of a sudden, it's like something has really spooked her. Okay. And she'll stop walking. She'll freeze. Oh, I see. Oh, that freeze. Not freezes if I'm cold freeze. Yeah, uh, not cold freeze. Okay, like, I was thinking cold freeze. freeze. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So, But then what do you do? Wait. No. Reverse. No. <laughs> you keep going. Remember, she's going for a walk with you, not you going for a walk with her, okay? Right. And so the thing is, is that when she freezes like that, that tells, you know, she's, yeah, she saw something. She might be a little bit worried. Your job as the owner is to help her move forward. Like, what did you see? Let's go. Come on. We can do this. Let's go. Move forward. You know, you become the cheerleader Mm -hmm. to switch her head from worry to you don't. Mom doesn't seem worried about it. Well, then I guess I don't know what I'm thinking about. Because so, most people, when a dog stops, they stop. And they go, they look around like, what do you see? Are you okay? It's all right. It's all right. The three words dogs hate to hear is it's okay. It's okay. not. They're scared. And mm-hmm. so when the dogs are scared or worried, they're looking for a leader to help them through it. Not somebody to come up and coddle them and, oh, there, come on, and then wait for them. Mm-hmm. A leader is like, hey, we are moving. Let's go. <laughs> and that's okay. what you just got to do is clap your hand, slap your leg. Come on, we can do it. If you have, Ken, bring a, a squeaker from like the squeaker toys and put it in your pocket. And when she does something like that, hit the squeaker. Hey, what was that? All of a sudden, you switched her head from being worried to, where is it? (laughs) And then just move her along. Heel, let's go. We can do this. Because dogs that, like I say, are worry wars, unfortunately, the human parts make it even worse Uh because they have a tendency to coddle them and say, it's okay. No, it's not okay. What you got to do is flip into the cheerleader mode immediately. Clap your hands. Don't worry about the, like your walking word, heel walk. Come on, we can do this. Come on, clap your hands. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Oh yes, we can do do it. Yes, look at us. Look at us. And then when they get up, you know, they come up to you, you pet them and give them a good, oh yes, you did good. You did good. Let's go. Come on, heel. Let's go. You know, just move them, move them forward. Don't recoil. If the dog recoils, then you recoil. Then they look at you like, well, you don't. You're worried, too. So what are we going to do? Let's run (laughs) the opposite way or freeze. You know, you know, just stand still. And hopefully whatever I was worried about, you know, my in my head, it will pass or what they saw will pass. No, you've got to help them walk through it is what you got to do. Okay. Redirect. Yep. Well, not really redirect. It's it's more or less moving them forward and helping them build their confidence. Okay. And so what you got to do, you know, like through trick training, brain teasers, you know, obviously obedience, you know, and then whereas you are straight, you're tall, you look important, you don't bend over, you don't go and get in the dog's face. The minute that you bend over to the dog and then there, 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 he looks at you and you're like, oh, you're a weenie. Because okay. if you're staying straight and you're you're very calm, they're going to mirror that. They mirror whatever you do. If you look okay. recoiled, they're going to recoil even worse. If you look like a leader, they're going to step up to the plate and say, well, we uh, you have your poop on a group. Okay, let's go. 
you know, so okay. so you have to be the good leader, not me, master you, dog. But by mm-hmm. helping them move forward and finding something that can switch the brain from worriedness, you know, back to you like that. Like I said, usually a little squeaker in your in your in your pocket where you hit it just once, and they're like, "Whoa, where is it?" Now all of a sudden they're off of what they were worried about and looking for something else. Now you step in and say, "Heal, let's go." <laughs> so okay. you move them forward to what you want. Okay. okay, so like an obedience class, like, you know, the, uh, you know, tricks, look on YouTube, you know, input, 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 building your team and looking important in your dog's eyes, then they won't freeze. You want to move the dog forward, you know, uh, by showing them, hey, we are fine. We're a team. We work together. You know, let's, you know, let's go. Okay. 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 Does that All make right. sense? Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Okay, good job. Keep report. Let me know that, how that works. But they, whatever you look like to them is how they're going to react to you. Okay. Okay. So remember yeah. that. Okay. okay. Good luck. Thank Take you. you betcha. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, the Vikings are playing. We what did you say? Seven zip already? Yeah. They just started. Mm-hmm. Five yeah. minutes left. In the first quarter. First quarter. Yes. Yeah, well, you have five minutes. It's like <laughs> Not twenty-five the minutes. Game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's next? All right, we have Suzanne, and she has a question about separation anxiety. All righty then. Hi, Suzanne. Oh, hey. I had called you, I think, last week or the week before. I got a new Sharpay. She's okay. Not oh, yeah. New to, okay. She's four. Yep. So I was concerned about putting her in a kennel. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not reliable outside the kennel when I'm not home, okay. so that's yep. not even a choice. Okay. But she's just frantic for being separated from me if I lock her up or even just leave her in the house if I go outside to like feed the horses or something uh-huh. she just I don't know what to do okay so what <laughs> no what is she doing I mean is she barking she, she fought out the kennel and cries and tries to get out of the kennel she's managed to do that twice now I've got it fixed pretty good so she can't get out okay you got the wire I work long shifts at work and I've hired somebody to come let her out midday okay good uh, but now is it all uh, uh, all wire or the plastic type it's wire. Okay, I would try the plastic. <laughs> okay. And the reason is, is see, dogs are denning animals, okay? And even it's got, so, it's got a cover. No, okay, let me finish. Okay, dogs okay. are denning animals, okay? When they go into the plastic type, they feel more, you know, in, you know, uh, safe, enclosed, you know, that they their back is covered. The, when, they, yeah. when they move in it, it doesn't make any noise. With the all-wire okay. kennels, even if you cover it with a uh, cover, put your head in there and bump it with your shoulders. It's very tinny. It rattles. Dogs can hear 300 times better than us. And with that mm-hmm. cover on it, it doesn't have that security, that safeness. It's kind of like camping in a tent, a pup tent, compared to being in a trailer or a camper, as far as the feeling that you have, okay? So, why don't you, can you hold on? We're going to come back and I'll explain more how we can get her to be more relaxed with it, okay? All right. So, don't, don't hang up. All right. Uh, true or false? Is it rude to touch anyone on top of the head in Vietnam? Is it rude to touch anyone on the top of the head in Vietnam? We'll be back. True or false? We got calls waiting, so we want to get to the phone real quick here. Okay, there we go. Is true or false? Is it rude to touch anyone on top of the head in Vietnam? True. Very good. Okay, and the reason is, yeah. Okay, the reason is, wait a minute, I've got to move my mic. I can't see, the light above me is turned the wrong way. 
Okay, you know, these eyes, they just ain't what they used to be. <laughs> but anyway, okay, the top of the head is considered a place where one's spirit lives. And it is a personal insult to touch anyone, mm. any other top of the head. You get, so now you know that, okay? Now I know. Uh-huh. Now you know. Now we know. See, that's what we do. Okay, let's go on back. Yep, we're with Suzanne. Hey, Suzanne, are you there? Yep, I'm uh, here. Okay, so so now have you tried feeding her in the kennel? No, and that that's something that they did. So yep. I mean, she was kenneled before I got her. So right. they do you know did what? Feed her in yeah. The and do you know what kind of kennel they had? Was it a plastic or is it a wire? It was a wire kennel. Okay. Okay. Well, you could you know before you invest because you, you go to marketplace, you can get those plastic kennels a dime a dozen. I've got a. I just don't know if it's big enough, but you mean like the. The, the airplane, airline yeah, channel, airline. Right? Right. Okay, yeah. so what you're going to start doing is you're going to start feeding her in the kennel, okay? okay. So that she has to go in a kennel to eat. Uh, then what you're going to do is put her in the kennel, uh, take a chair. You know, the, uh, like what what you want to do is because you, what you want her to see that it's a safe place for her, okay? So then yeah. what you could do is you could uh, put her like during the day if you're home. Say kennel, always have it be happy. Kennel, or you can say bedroom or place, whatever word you want to call it, okay? okay. And then throw a treat in there and very nice. Sometimes close the door behind her, sometimes not. Sometimes take a chair and sit next to the kennel. Say kennel, close the door and sit and read a book. Talk on the phone. Then get up, go get a glass of water. Then come back. Then as long as she's quiet, then uh, open the kennel, but don't say anything. Don't say, oh, good girl, whatever. Just just keep on going. Always prop the kennel open when you're not around so she can use it. Put a old T-shirt, sweatshirt, jeans, or something with your smell on it in the kennel. So she's going to be a little bit more, that's going to be like, oh, you're in here with me, you know, type thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But periodically, when you're home, if you could just throw a small treat or um, not a, you know, huge treat, small treat, uh, kennel, and then, or a toy. To, you know, kennel, and so now she starts seeing it. And let's say you're going to be watching a movie. Put her in the kennel for like till the first commercial. Okay, if she starts, okay. if she starts barking, ah, 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 quiet. Whatever her, you know, whatever the word is going to be, you know, quiet enough, whatever. And so, but it, through confidence, she is going to. And if she's been kenneled before, okay, then the thing is, is that what is is that people don't realize that a lot of times they cause the problems. By being, let's say, if they know the dog has had a bad past, they have a tendency to coddle, and they're there, there. When then the dog thinks that boy, you need protecting. You don't have your poop in a group, and blah blah blah. And so you just got to be assured assure of yourself. You know, you can still be huggy kissy, but on your terms. Not when she get decides to do it. All right, by asking. Well, and things- there there were other dogs where she was, so uh-huh. I thought maybe that was the issue, and she lent me one of her dogs. Uh, that she was familiar with, thinking yeah. that might help, which that was just double the trouble. Double like, the trouble. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Because it's just getting used to the new routine and the whole kit and caboodle is what it is. But the biggest thing is to input into her head, build a relationship, start doing some obedience work, start working on a stay so that you can go across the room, get a drink of water, come back and release her. And then maybe oh. when you're eating, put her in a down state, go across, eat, you know, where she's where she is, has to do things for you and think. Think and and, and yeah, hold that she was thought. a confirmation dog, not a obedience yep. dog. So I probably should. So you got to start. Yes, you got to start building her confidence. All she's used to doing is standing, looking pretty, being groomed. <laughs> you know what I mean, and not asked exactly. to do a darn thing. And so mm-hmm. to, to build confidence, that comes by way of learning things. You know, well, tricks. Well, so. probably bring her to you. For that, 
There you go. Yeah. I'll be I'll be happy to help you both out. But that's yeah, the whole. She's super friendly. I yeah, mean, she loves people. It's just yeah, but uh, she nobody's asked her to do much. anything. Yep. <laughs> and see, like I say, by right. learning, I appreciate it. I'll give those things a shot. Sounds good. Good job. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. Yeah, see, confidence. Uh, just like with shy and timid dogs, people get they don't move the dog forward. They they uh, are like they don't want to upset the dog and get the dog nervous or worried. So they they you know hold them and they don't teach them anything and they, they never the dog becomes even more fearful and more scared mm, and like sure. oh and then the and then the owner does it even again and it becomes more weepy over the dog because oh I'm so sorry you're so scared and then oh you don't we can't bring him here because he's gonna get any we can't do this no the whole thing is is to bring him forward to move them forward. Don't get stuck in what they are now. And that only comes through obedience training, trick training, brain teasers, working together as a team. And remember, I've mentioned this book before, Rescuing Your Dog from Fear. Mm -hmm. Rescuing Your Dog from Fear by Swagger, S-W-A-G-E-R. That's the Bible for any person who has a dog, a shy and timid dog. Because don't have that dog and just have it be a rattle trap all its life. Because like I said, it took me two years with my Ethel to bring her bring her out. And I got her when she was about eight years old. And so that's what we have to do, move them forward. If we were going to be a responsible owner, you just don't get it and then hide them the rest of their life. Okay, who's up? All right, we have Jeremy on the line. Jeremy's question is about introducing multiple cats into one household. Uh, I wish you luck. <laughs> hi, hi, Jeremy. How you doing? Are you I'm there? good. How are you? Good, good. So how many cats are in the home and how many are coming? So I currently have one cat and my partner has two cats. Okay, and who's going uh, to what? partner is... My partner is moving uh, from Boston, so his cats are already going to have a traumatic experience across country. Yeah. Um, And then we are introducing them in a smaller condo for about a week until we move into our new place about a week after we are he's been here. Okay. So it's it's a lot of moving for the cats. I'm more worried about my cat than his. Okay, well, of course it's your kid, <laughs> so you haven't you haven't got to know the other two kids yet. <laughs> but okay, so exactly. Th- so now the the big thing because you're going to have such a snippet here, one place and then shoveling to another. When the new cats come in, that you're going to have them in a separate room, or you can get a cat condo that you can either put your I would put your cat in. I mean their cat in because you don't want the cats with the use like are they flying or are they driving the two cats in. They are driving. Oh, good, good. Okay, so that's not as tram up, believe it or not. <laughs> but anyway, so the, the thing is, is that new cats are coming to a new territory. So the stress of that, they would have a, a more of a problem with maybe spraying, pottying, blah, 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 buying, okay? So you can, if you have, if you can, you can segregate them. If you have, let's say, you have two bedrooms, put the, those two cats in one bedroom and just let your cat be, you know what I mean, out and about. Okay, and then when uh, because you got a little bit of time before you move on again, then what you could do when you got time, you take the two cats out of the room that they're in, put your cat in that room so he can get used to the smells and all that kind of stuff of them. Those two cats can come back out and kind of you know get to you know tiptoe get to smell the, the your cat and where he's been and stuff like that. But as far as to meet face and face, you got to do this slowly, and because you have a and now so it's only going to be a week from the time he lands with the cats to you. you to be in a small place and then you're moving to a home yep okay so 
my mission would be in that blip of time in between just to keep your cat in, you know, doing what he's doing in your place and the two cats that came in the bedroom, if it's, is it possible to, do you have to have two bedroom thing where you can one cat, one bedroom can be the cat's bedroom? Yes, yeah, I do. Okay, so that's where you're going to put the litter box in and let them feed and stuff like that. I wouldn't worry about introducing them yet for the fact that, like I say, they're going to just, it's just too much too fast, you know, at one time. So just land the cats, they get their bedroom, okay, then in a week's time, even a two week's time, then when you go to the new home, now what you're going to do is, now you got to remember your cat too is like, where the heck am I? (laughs) And then the new cats are like, well, uh... What I was there, then I was there, and now I'm here. Whoa! So just so what you, but that's what you're gonna start doing is round robbing it. Now the big thing is is that make sure there is no open rafters like in the basement, like in the laundry room, that the cats can get up when they get scared and get into those rafters. All right. So make sure you okay. plug any place that they can actually get into the ceiling of the, your new place. And then if possible, then what you're gonna do is you can get some kind of a kennel, like a like a large dog kennel. Uh, the plastic type. Okay, and then put, the, the, you know, once you get settled into your new home, you know, you made that big move and now you're in your house, then you're going to put the two cats in that kennel uh, and then let your cat come up and sniff them, okay? And just leave them alone, okay? okay. And then now, like, say, if they're if the, the cats are being good and your cat is being good on the outside, go up and pet her and like, oh, look at our new friends. We're going to have a good time, aren't we? So that your cat sees pleasing things happen with that those cats there, okay? And now if she spits or, you know, at that new cats, you just come in and just go, hey, hey, come on. We're going to be a family. This is going to work out. You know, just settle her down. Let her know or him know that, um, that having these other two cats around, does not get her into trouble or him into trouble and then um, vice versa then after they had then maybe the next day now the two cats uh, your cat's going to go into that kennel and the two cats are going to come out you know what I mean so you're going to play a round robin idealistically uh, two cats could be in a room and you put a screen door on it so the cats can see yep. each other through the screen door. And then you put the bowls so they eat across from each other. Not directly. You kind of have one in the far left, one in the far right. And then the bowls, are like one week, they get a little bit closer. Third, second week, it gets a little bit closer, depending on how they're doing. Because if they can eat by each other, that's going to that's gonna be huge, okay? But you just got to remember, anytime anybody starts growling or hissing or you know being na- naughty, the knee-jerk reaction is to yell at the cat. Don't do that. Just go up and try to just soothe the waters. Touch the cat. And just say, oh, you're fine. Yes, you are. Just pet him. Look at that. Who's that? And say the cat's name. You know what I mean? So when they're together, they're thinking naughty thoughts, but somehow, oh, this isn't that bad. That isn't that bad. The biggest thing that people do is they go too fast. They don't want it. It's, 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 you know, you're moving in a new place. you got to try to rearrange that, get that in order. You know, you're, you're through so much stress. So until you have time to really devote it, just keep them separate and then you can start doing the transition of trying to blend everybody together okay but the biggest thing you don't want to do is don't yell at the cats if they're screaming or you know you know and hiss and whack each other hey hey you be nice you go up and pat them and the cat because my sally hated my adeline oh gosh i was really thought i wasn't going to work through that and by Jimmy Christmas, it took me quite a few times. I mean, uh, quite a, I'd say about three months 
when Sally was going to, you know, nail Adeline and literally chase her across the farm, Sally, Sally, she turned her head like, what, I'm busy. <laughs> and I keep walking to her. And then, you know, she's still, still trying to zero in on Adeline. And I just get closer to her. Then all of a sudden I start petting her and her whole body would diffuse. You know, you could just feel her soften okay. up and then her attention went to me and she forgot about Adeline. And every once in a while they have a little, you know, a little spit fit, but no knockdown fur flying, you know, fight you know what i mean they just grumble at each other so once in a while hey you guys be nice and they're like oh fine <laughs> so that's your big thing that you want to do okay perfect and okay. then thoughts on pheromone pheromone collars and diffusers well some it works for some and some it don't you know it, it just depends it really does uh some some people have grand luck and some don't and then there's a lot of diffusers you mean i don't know if you listen to the show when Amy DeLong is on. If you do use a diffuser of any kind, whether it's stuff for you, you don't, you maybe use it two hours in a one day. All right. And, uh, and then shut it off. You never use a, a, a diffuser, not the pheromone specific pheromone diffuser you can use all the time. Okay. But if you're using something like sage or something for yourself, you don't, the cats have to have an exit if it gets too strong and you only do it for one maximum two hours a day to use a diffuser for the human smell. Okay. Okay. Sounds okay. Great. Well, I good really luck. Keep it. Keep me posted. You're gonna have a little bit of a Dickens there. Oh yeah. Uh, now what? Uh, what? Uh, who's that? Is yours a male or a female? I have one male, and then he has a male and a female. Okay. What are? Because your cat's guy thinks could be the worst. Because they're used to having. Can you hold on a sec? I got to run to break. Okay. Because yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you could hold on. Okay. For, you know, poor. <laughs> hope it's over there. Hello, hello. In Scotland, haggis is a traditional food. What is haggis? Is it hamburger inside a, a large noodle, chopped liver inside a pastry shell, sausage cooked inside a sheep stomach, or a Scottish word for meatball? Be back. All right, here we go. In Scotland, haggis is a traditional dish. What is haggis? What is, is it a hamburger baked inside a large noodle, chopped liver inside a pastry shell, sausage cooked inside a sheep's stomach, uh, a Scottish word for meatball? Oh, meatball. No. <laughs> okay. It is a sausage cooked inside a sheep's stomach. Okay. Haggis. H-A-G-G-I-S. Okay. <laughs> Not for me. I will pass. No, thank okay, you. Okay, let's go back. All right, we're back with Jeremy. Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. Okay, so now. Hello. Hi there. Say, uh, I just found out that you were part of the crew here at one time. <laughs> That's what she told me. I'm like, well, good, good. hey, hopefully do, all's doing well with you. But anyway, uh, okay. Yeah, it's well. Thank you. It is. Uh, 20th year. <laughs> okay, so now the other one, because they, two cats are used to living together, when a well, cat is used to living by itself, when it is intruded, because cats are, they live in a colony, yes, but they live separately. You know, they're not like a pack, you know, like all the dogs sleep on top of each other, okay? And so in, in yep. a cat naturally, so a cat that's been by itself for any length of time, and all of a sudden here comes some cat, some cats, that's the one that's going to have the hardest time sharing, all right? And it'd be more worried than the other two. So that's what you got to work on is yours will be more, I think, more spooked than, um, than the 
the other two, but we don't know for sure. But usually two males get along great as the females. Like if you had a male, a female, and then the two females would probably clash. But now because you have a male and he has a male, okay, those are more likely to, you know, to get along. And then the female will have a tendency to be a little bit more aloof. That's the, kind of the norm. But, it, man, I'll tell you, I've had some female cats that you uh, uh, you would have swore was a male cat for the, how friendly they were. Because usually most the female cats are more independent and have a tendency, they, they like to look on and look over us. And they will come and sit on our lap and be, you know, nice kitties. But then all of a sudden I've had enough and goodbye. <laughs> you know, whereas the males, you know what I mean, will be. They'll sit on your shoulder. They'll lick your hair. You know what I mean? They, they're they a little bit more per- yeah. personable. It, it really is. So so the whole thing is don't panic. There's a book out there called Your Cat. Your Cat. Okay. By, um, uh, which one is that from? Oh, H-O-D-G-K-I-N-S. It's a vet. And she's okay. got, you know, all about, you know, health and behavioral and such like that in there. And you do well. It's like about 14 bucks online. Okay. So that's kind of the Bible awesome. of for all cats. For so, But just take your time. Don't rush it. I've had cats that didn't get along for four or five months. And then all of a sudden through what I'm doing by being calm and steady and not yelling at them and screaming, if they at least tolerate each other, that's what we want. We just don't want the fur flying, knock down, drag out fights. Okay. Absolutely. Perfect. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You bet, Jeremy. You take care. Good luck with all the moves and changes. <laughs> Thank you. You do, bet. Bye-bye. Wow, that's a lot to you know have somebody come in from Boston. And then, <laughs> okay, now you're here for a week or two weeks, and now we're moving again. And that's a lot for cats. Cats, you know, they don't like change. Okay, yeah, They right. don't like change. It's just kind of like <laughs> the only cats I've seen that don't mind change is cats that will ride in your car with you and just hang out. Like, they could care less where they're at. You know, it's like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. They take change, you know, just like in humans. Some humans don't take change exactly. well. And yep. some, you know, so it's crazy. Okay, who's up? All right. Barb wanted to share an app that she found that might be helpful for your pet. Oh, cool. Hey, Barb. Hi, Katie. Uh, How are you? Good, good. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not good. too bad. Good. This is Harley's mom. Oh, hi, Harley's mom. Yeah. Um, so Harley's doing pretty good, so I just wanted to let you know about that. Oh, cool. You know, strong-willed. But yeah. anyways, two things. Yeah. I called and talked to Tammy on with uh, Vital Planet. Yeah. And I tell you what, she was a wealth of information. She spent 45 minutes on the phone with me. Are you? Holy moly. Fantastic. And so I just wanted you and your listeners to know that they really are a wonderful resource. What I was giving Harley for um, his loose stools was something that I got on Amazon, and she compared with what they have and was able to tell me the billions of this and yep, that and the yep. other thing. And and so for the time being, I'm going to use that up. But then she recommended another thing for his stools, good. A pumpkin something or other, which I got. Oh, good, So good. that was the one thing I wanted to tell you. And then... <laughs> There is a app that I found okay. that's called Pupford, P-U-P-F-O-R-D. Okay. And the app is free, and it has all sorts of videos from this one trainer. And you just click on, and you see, okay, how to teach your dog how to come, how to teach them how to not jump up. And so much of it is really uh, what you preach all the time. Okay, cool. So I just thought I'd let you know that. And, you know, if you want to do more in-depth training, I think you can pay and have something more in-depth. But um, I just thought it was a really handy resource, and maybe, you know, all your listeners might 
like that information. Or they can come to Katie's Canine, a beautiful Hugo. (laughs) What's that? I said, or they can come to Katie's Canine up at beautiful Hugo. Well, sure. There you go. There you go. But yeah, Vital Planet is. They got a very, and I'm glad you got a hold of somebody that could really help you. Because I've been trying to get them to advertise on the on the radio show. Because I believe so much in them. You know that I wish that, and I know we could do more for them if they because their their products are just so good. So I'm glad they took the time. And you are a happy camper, and she helped you out. Oh yeah, yeah. It was really a good experience. Oh, so. Anyways, that's it, Katie. Okay, kiddo. Thank you so much for sharing. You have a grand day. Take care. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Oh, any score on the bikes? Uh, let me see the update. I think still 7-0. to zero. Oh, yes. Good job. Good job. Okay, we could start. Well, we don't really have that much time. So hang on, uh, callers, because we're going to go to the top of the break here, right? In about two seconds. So mm-hmm. A couple minutes. Yeah, no, a couple minutes. Because other we know sort of get talking, and all of a sudden, I'm, <laughs> in this break, you can't. No, I have the to music go. kicks yeah, in. <laughs> I have to go. I can't just you know say, oh, just a minute, just a minute. But anyway, one thing I'm going to want to reiterate, I'm seeing again, you know, with a lot of puppies coming to my puppy classes, I mean, they're mostly, you know, doodle crosses. People, please get the hair out of the, those dogs' eyes. Uh, you could take a beard shave or a beard trimmer and, and trim the hair away, you know, up on top and on the sides and below. You want a clear field of vision so they can clearly see all around them. And you heard me always say this, look at an owl's eye and how the feather goes away from the eyes. That's the way all that hair should. Because especially with puppies because puppies they get so skittish because they can't see clearly and, and they have a hard time negotiating stairs and, and stuff like that so please folks will you and if you do, you're scared to do it yourself make an appointment with the vet you know local not vet uh, groomer you know at your corner groomer and just say i just want the eyes trimmed so and so that your dog slowly gets used to you know being groomed not just plopping down for four hours okay so that's that's it may name it a game okay here we go let's see what is the see True or false? In some parts of the world, it is considered rude to speak to someone with your hands are in your pocket. We'll be back. Your story. It lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.